the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up. On this beautiful Friday morning, you are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Dina Dow. Hey, good, Dina. Good, good morning. morning. Happy Friday. Uh, yes, it's happy Friday. Such a good time. <laughs> I know. I always look forward to the weekend, you know, although there's much more to do on the weekend. So before we get our day started, <laughs> Gabby, I really thought it'd be fun to start with our morning offering to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So let's, let's do that. In the name yeah. of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all our associates, and in particular for the intentions of our Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the saint of the day is St. Paul of the Cross. So, so much. We'll hear a little bit more about him later on. But yeah, just such a great time and a great season. We were just talking about the fall, you know, and it's kind of flying by a little (laughs) bit. But just a lot of things happen in in our area. And you know what? We are enjoying them as well. And we're going to continue that discussion with our wonderful guest today at 7 After. Gretchen Varnell joins us. She's a community development representative for the Greater Capital Area Dignity Memorial and Green Oaks Funeral Home. Well, she is joining us today to talk about All Saints Day 2023 at Green Oaks Memorial Park and Funeral Home. Yes, that is right around the corner is All Saints Day. Uh, I was actually looking at the calendar the other day to see when Halloween was because we have various activities the weekend before Halloween. So uh, it's coming up. It's just a few days away. So Gretchen's going to tell us a little bit about this wonderful mass. In 18 minutes, Michelle Sagarino joins us. She's the president of Cross Catholic Outreach, and we are talking about Box of Joy. And you can actually go to ccmedia.live, look at our homepage, and check out a little bit more about Box of Joy. But stay tuned for Michelle's segment as well. In 35 minutes, Eleanor Nicholson joins us. She's a lay Dominican and Catholic author, and she's talking about her new children's book, The Hound of the Lord. And Karen Rhodes joins us in 48 minutes. She's the president of the Diocese of Biloxi Pro-Life Ministry, and we're going to continue our discussion of October being Respect Life Month. And we're going to talk about the pro-life billboards you're seeing all along the Gulf Coast in Mississippi and the pro-life card tags. Do you see... I don't know about you, but I, yeah. I, I see them. They're, 
there are these giant billboards that says "Pray, pray, pray." Yeah, uh, you, you'll probably see see them along the interstate, along the Gulf Coast uh, in Mississippi, uh, Highway 90. If you were out cruising the coast just a few weekends ago, uh, they're everywhere. So yeah. they do such a great job. We're going to talk to Karen about that. Those are so, such good reminders. Yeah, just it, it's amazing how much it just takes just one moment to see something like that, and you're like, "Wait, yeah," and then you you stop yeah. almost in your tracks. So I think those were yes. wonderful. Yeah. And you have a giveaway today, yes. too, which is exciting. That's right. So we are giving away two more tickets to the Fullness of Truth conference coming up. It's called The Eucharist and the Spiritual Life, Moving Through the Science of Sainthood on November 4th through the 5th at the Crown Plaza in Baton Rouge. Speakers include Matthew Leonard, Curtis Mitch, and Dr. Brant Petrie. To win these tickets, we are giving away right now. Go to our Facebook page, and Catholic Community Media, that's what you search, and comment under our Facebook Live video saying, I want the tickets. So the first person to say that right now will win these two tickets. It includes priority seating, an exclusive lunch on Saturday with the speakers, also a goodie bag at check-in, and admission is for Saturday and Sunday. All other meals are not included, but you do get one. So, uh, Or you do get a few while you're at the conference physically. So... Go ahead and comment on that. It's five after the hour on Wake Up. Good morning, I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel comes to us from Luke chapter 12. At that time, so many people were crowding together that they were trampling one another underfoot. Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. Beware of the leaven, that is the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. There is nothing concealed that will not be revealed nor secret that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who after killing has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Thank you, Father Chris Decker, for today's gospel. It's a past the hour on Wake Up. Gretchen Varnell joins us. She is a community development representative for the greater capital area Dignity Memorial and also the Green Oaks Funeral Home Memorial Park and Central Funeral Home in Baton Rouge. She's also the parish uh, mass coordinator over at St. Aloysius in Baton Rouge. And we're so glad to welcome her today to talk about the upcoming All Saints Day Mass. Good morning, Gretchen. Thank you for being with us today. Good morning, Gabby. Thank you. This is a great opportunity. Thanks. It sure is, uh, so and All Saints Day, All Saints Day is just around the corner. Gretchen, give us the details. All right. So Wednesday, November one, at Green Oaks Memorial Park and Funeral Home at ten o'clock, we're going to uh, have our uh, annual All Saints Day Mass. It's going to be at the Garden of Liberty, which is on the east side of the funeral home. Uh, public can park at the reception center. Along that area, we're going to have some. Uh, golf cart shuttles, you know, for everyone, and uh, we'll we'll have the rosaries um, recited at about nine thirty, nine forty, and Father Hufiel Spano is going to celebrate the mass for us and 
Deacon Joe Skamika and Deacon uh, Chauvin Wilkinson, they are both going to be blessing the graves out at Green Oaks following the Mass. And uh, we'll, ha- we'll also have a lunch uh, at our reception center. Mm-hmm. Um, our little um, angels at St. Alphonse Catholic School, they're going to fill the holy water bottles for us. And uh, everyone will be able to get a little small bottle of holy water to bless their loved one's grace mm-hmm. as well. And uh, we'll have prayer cards and we'll have mass intentions available for everyone to put their mass intentions. Uh, we're just asking everyone to please bring their lawn chairs because uh, it gives every, the, the area at the Garden of Liberty is, has a gazebo and uh, people are able to sit and uh, for the service as well. And uh, it's just going to be a really fun, family-friendly day. And uh, we're inviting everyone to come out. And if they could give us a call and let us know that, you know, give us a heads up how many in their party are coming, we'd appreciate that. If they can call 225-925-5331 or email me at gretchen.barnell at dignitymemorial.com. Uh, we just like to have a count. Uh, it's not necessary, but, you know, we just kind of like to have an idea who's coming, how many. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think we're done with the interview, Gretchen. You really just, <laughs> I had a bunch of questions and you answered all of them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, well, this is... <laughs> This is such a beautiful event, and I think it can mean a lot for those who have loved ones buried uh, at the cemetery as well. How long have you guys been putting this together? This has been a tradition uh, in South Louisiana, even since I was a child. I mean, I'm originally from Plaquemine, and we would go out uh, to Grace Memorial and and have the you know the blessing of the graves. It's it's a Catholic tradition mm-hmm. that's um, longstanding. So uh, COVID kind of gave us a break, uh, of course, with everybody else. Uh, and then we were able to have uh, people come into the park and uh, visit their loved one's grave. That's why we got the idea of also handing out holy water bottles so they can actually um, pray the prayers and also bless the loved one's grave at the same time. So, um, uh, right after the mass, we, uh, the deacons will get on the golf carts and they'll go, uh, they'll be driven throughout the park, uh, at certain stops and, um, bless the, the uh, the areas of, uh, the cemetery. And some people will, uh, want them to to come and stop and and pray and and also bless their loved ones' grave uh, individually. But um, we'll make those stops as needed and um, and just it's just a beautiful tradition, you know, in South Louisiana. Yeah, it is. Gretchen, one more time, give us the date and time. Well, we obviously know it's on the first All Saints Day, but the time and uh, where they need to RSVP. Sure. Uh, it'll be, uh, we start the rosary at about 9.30. Mass will follow at 10. And it'll be at the Garden of Liberty, which is on the east side of Green Oaks Funeral Home. Um, to, and... Um, Bring your lawn chairs. That's, I can't stress that enough. So, uh, 
frame your lawn chairs. <laughs> uh, yes, and there is a, an option in case it rains, but uh, we'll definitely be... Yes. This event is actually on our website at ccmedia.live, so you can take a look at those, Gretchen. We are out of time. Gretchen Varnell, thank you so much for being with us today, and uh, I just appreciate your joy, and I hope that everything goes well for this beautiful event. Thank you, Gabby, and uh, y'all have a great day. You too. Okay, you guys, we are giving away two tickets to the Fullness of Truth conference called The Eucharist and the Spiritual Life, Moving Through the Science of Sainthood. This is happening on November 4th through the 5th at the Crown Plaza in Baton Rouge. To win these two tickets, go to our Facebook Live video right now on our Facebook page. That's Wake Up Friday. And just type in, I want the tickets. Uh, those who win the tickets will have priority seating and an exclusive lunch with the speakers on Saturday. So you can kind of pick their brain, ask them yeah, all the questions. That's going to be a great, have. great conference. Yeah, for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. So yeah. go on our Facebook page and comment right now to win those two wonderful tickets. Stay with us. We have the Saint of the Day coming up next. It's 15 past the hour on Wake Up. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for October 20th. Today we celebrate Saint Paul of the Cross. Born in northern Italy in 1694, Paul Deneo lived at a time when many regarded Jesus as a great moral teacher, but no more. After a brief time as a soldier, he turned to solitary prayer, developing a devotion to Christ's passion. Paul saw in the Lord's passion a demonstration of God's love for all people. In turn, That devotion nurtured his compassion and supported a preaching ministry that touched the hearts of many listeners. He was known as one of the most popular preachers of his day, both for his words and for his generous acts of mercy. In 1720, Paul founded the Congregation of the Passion, whose members combined devotion to Christ's passion with preaching to the poor and rigorous penances. Known as the Passionists, they add a fourth vow to spread the memory of Christ's passion among the faithful to the traditional three of poverty, chastity, and obedience. Paul was elected Superior General of the Congregation in 1747, spending the remainder of his life in Rome. Paul of the Cross died in 1775 and was canonized in 1867. Over 2,000 of his letters and several of his short writings have survived. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. St. Paul of the Cross, pray for us today. It's Friday here on Wake Up. We're here with uh, Gabby Sweet Gabby and uh, Dina Dow here. <laughs> Thank goodness it's Friday. Oh, right? no, it is Friday. David Dawson is punching the buttons, and Jeff Blackwell is keeping us our sound uh, but, flowing. By the way, Gabby's last name is pronounced Smith. I just want you to know that. I was thinking Shinsky. I went back to an old name. Yeah, I was like reverting back. Somebody did that the other day. Introductions, but <clears throat> we don't have time to go into that because our next guest is Michelle Sagarino, who is with an amazing ministry that I've always been beautifully drawn to, Cross Catholic Outreach. And and their mission is to deliver food, shelter, and hope to the poorest of the poor in the world. And Michelle's here with us this morning to talk about the Box of Joy. So Michelle, welcome to Wake Up. How are you today? Well, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me, Dina and Gabby. I appreciate it. 
Oh, it's such a blessing to have you with us. You have been with Cross Catholic Outreach from what, since like 2004, correct? Yes, a long time. It feels like yesterday. Oh, it feels I like bet. yesterday, but I it's bet. been a blessing to watch God uh, grow our ministry. We've been able in that uh, 20 years, uh, 23 years of existence to be able to provide over $4 billion worth of aid um, to over 90 countries. So it's been a blessing to watch God work and our beautiful Catholic missionaries around the world um, serve so beautifully. Wow. I, I can't even imagine the extent of the reach, even beyond that, you know, finances, but also to the interaction and the relationships that are being built because of this mission. So... God bless you for that. Let's talk about the box of joy. This is this is such a fun thing for young people mm-hmm. and even older people to to get involved with it. Tell us about it and and how we can get involved with it this season. Oh, I think well, we, we lost, lost her. Michelle. Oh, that's okay. Well, I can kind of pick together. her up on that. So yeah, so Gabby, so Box of Joy provides schools, parishes, and organizations and families with this opportunity to send like a box of gifts to Haiti, mm-hmm. to Guatemala, to other developing countries. So it's like a Christmas shoebox, I guess you want to call yeah. it. And um, they pack it with toys, clothing, school supplies, anything that we can put into that would be able to just bring to life, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit of something special in these children's lives. I think it's just amazing. Yeah. It is, oh, great. Michelle, you you. You can go to like real quick. You can go to like the Dollar Tree or the Dollar Store and really yeah. fill up a few boxes. Uh, but Michelle will tell us a little bit more about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry we lost you. There. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I, I uh, the Box of Joy program is so beautiful, and I was mentioning we started it about ten years ago, and our goal this year is to be able to collect a hundred and fifty-one thousand Box oh. of Joy gifts to send to needy children around the world in eight countries, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Malawi. We just started shipping to Mm. Africa as well. And these children, I mean, the tagline is for children who wish for just one gift. Mm. And these children Mm. have never, many of them have never received a Christmas gift. So what a blessing. So we're asking people to Register their groups. We have seven more days for groups to register on boxofjoy.org. And it'll tell you how to register your group. And then your church, your school, a Knights of Columbus group could uh, distribute these boxes that we will ship out to you and have them filled by by their supporters and then dropped back off so that it can come to our distribution center And we will add a rosary and a story of Jesus and send it out to these beautiful, beautiful children. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Yeah. What an opportunity, too, to give beyond just the local community reach, but out into areas where we may not necessarily know what the needs are, but that we can provide that through your ministry and through your service. What's the feedback been from those children that are at the other end of receiving this box of joy? What have you experienced? Oh, my goodness. Complete joy. And the reaction and how they respond is so different in each area. Some of the kids will be like, our our children are on Christmas morning ripping the boxes open and, you know, carrying on in such a beautiful way. It could be pencils that excite them, socks 
the most simplest things. Many children use uh, the same pad of paper each year for school and will erase their past work to use it for the next the next class. So pads of paper, soccer balls, and some of the reactions are, are very unique. They'll open it and kind of close it and you'll think, hmm. But we've asked them, what, what, is everything okay? What, what are, you, are you all right? And they want to save it and they want to share it with their brothers and sisters. They can't even fathom that this whole gift is for them. And it's just beautiful. And it's beautiful on the other end here in the United mm-hmm. States, as we are in our national screening center with thousands of volunteers going through the boxes, ensuring there's no water or liquids, right? Wow. Um, we mm-hmm. add, uh, as I said, a rosary and a story of Jesus, but we see the most beautiful photos of the children that pack the boxes mm-hmm. and notes that share the love of the Lord and their love for this child that they don't even know. It's so, it's really inspiring. It's, wow. it's almost like a little mini mission trip to be at our screening center and just see the impact that giving has on our youth and families. So you're asking for 150,000? Is that what you said? How many boxes are you our trying to goal, fill? Oh, yes. yes. 151,000. How did we uh, add that other 1,000? Right? <laughs> um, and that would help us push over 500,000 wow. boxes. So we'll be, we'll be really impacting a lot of children over these last 10 years. And we need more groups to sign up. We have seven more days. And when you do sign up on boxofjoy.org, we send you the boxes. Okay. We send you the brochures. Each box has a brochure. We ask for a ten, um, a nine dollar donation. Excuse me, and that donation helps to pay for the shipping right. and the distribution of the boxes. And then each missionary that distributes them will receive a two, about a two dollar portion of that gift to be able to use for their mission. Oh, wow. And what are the recommended items to put in these boxes? I mean, how big are they? And what do we expect to be able to kind of put in there? What's the probably the most common and and most practical things? Sure. They're a little bit bigger than a shoebox, very sturdy so that you can jam it full of (laughs) items. And I would say, oh my gosh, sunglasses, the children all like that. Uh, many people have started mm-hmm. giving soccer balls that are deflated yeah. and a little pump for the boys, yeah. a hair ties, and then practical items like I mentioned, like socks, T-shirts, um, uh, uh, soap, bars of soap, yeah. uh, just all sorts of items, coloring books, pads of paper. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's, a, it's really beautiful to see the imagination of yeah. what people put in these boxes. But we do ask that mm-hmm. there's no liquid, right. um, anything that can melt chocolates, but anything from essential items to school items to to hygiene. What are the ages? Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a certain age range that when people are looking for items to stuff the box, you know, that there's, there's a particular age range that you're kind of serving? There is, there is. So on the box, you can check off boy or girl, and then we put suggested age items so that you can, you know, when you're shopping, it can, it can fit their age. So we have two to four, five to nine, and 10 to 14. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, and that gives such good guidance. And y'all make it so easy. I think that's what the best thing Mm -hmm. is, is that you make it so easy. So Mm -hmm. someone can go online, register the group, and then go shopping, and then they drop the boxes off. Is there certain points that they can bring the boxes? I think I think Catholic Media is one of them. Is that correct? Yes. So those who are listening. Yeah. Yeah. On our website, you can look on our website at boxofjoy.org, and it'll show you where the drop-off center is. So you may register Mm -hmm. your group and then look on the map and say, okay, the Box of Joy drop-off week or the collection week is November 4 through 12. So you would just take Mm -hmm. your group's boxes there, and they'll be picked up and brought to us. So it's, it's very easy. Everything you need as a leader is sent to you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So deadline is coming up, right? To register yes. the group October 27th, I think you said? Yes, you okay. have it. Good, good. And so for people to have more information on that, go to boxofjoy.com. Dot org. Dot org. Dot org. Boxofjoy.org. Or you can also go to crosscatholic.org slash boxofjoy. That's how I found it this morning and last night. And and get your group together. I mean, I'm thinking this is a great family mm-hmm. thing to do, uh, a great school group, youth group, you know, anybody that has that opportunity to be able to deliberately just fill this box of joy to bring joy to other people. So again, Michelle, what's the website and the deadline and, and, um, and how we can get more information on this? Sure, sure. So we, we are asking everybody to go to boxofjoy.org. If you just scroll down a, about an inch, you'll see register your group, and you'll receive all the items that you, you need to get, to get your group supplied with the boxes and the brochures. And then you will drop off all those boxes once they're filled on the week of November 4 through 12. So really hope that we're able to hit our goal of 151000 uh, over and over, we hear from the missionaries that are giving out these boxes that children have never received a Christmas gift before, and um, it's so meaningful for them to feel. It's such a blessing. Michelle, thank you so much for being with us. It's 30 after the hour. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to Wake Up. It is 7.35, and if you're on your way to work, you're almost there. So stay with us for a little while longer. (laughs) We have an amazing guest here with Gabby Smith. Gabby, remembered your name at this moment. David Dawson's (laughs) punching the buttons, and Jeff Blackwell is keeping us sound alive and well. We are going to be talking with Eleanor Borg Nicholson, who is a lay Dominican and Catholic author, and she has a new children's book. I'm super excited because we have two grandchildren now, and this is a perfect one for them. It's called The Hound of the Lord. So, Eleanor, welcome to Wake Up This Morning. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. I, I you know, St. Dominic is amazing, and um, mm-hmm. the story is based on... Uh, uh, told by the dog perspective. His name is Torch. So tell us your inspiration with the Hound of the Lord and how this got started and, and you know, all of the beauty behind that. Uh, yes, well, so I was working at a Dominican parish I have for many years, and I realized nobody, the young people, they didn't really know St. Dominic. Mm. They knew St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Martin de Porres, but they didn't really know St. Dominic. And I drew back on my memory from an experience in 
Spain many years ago when I arrived at Calaruega, which is where St. Dominic was born. And this little stray dog ran up to my feet and as sweet as a little thing. And I, you know, got down on the ground and was petting him and playing with him and thinking it's like a kiss from the saint because there's an old story, mm-hmm. a legend mm-hmm. that when, uh, Blessed Jane of Aza, that's St. Dominic's mother, when she was pregnant, she had a dream about a dog with a torch in its mouth, mm. and the dog set the world on fire. Mm. And that's taken as uh, representing St. Dominic himself. There's an old medieval pun, Dominicanes, the Dominicans are the hounds of the Lord, yeah. um, but that he would set the world on fire for truth and with his zeal for, and love of God. So, it, of course, if, when I thought about presenting St. Dominic to children— I had to use that little dog. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I think, too, though, the foundations of St. Dominic, too, especially being in a Dominican school, you know, and the founder of the Dominican orders and all the saints that come from that, too, you know, I think it's a beautiful way to be able to to explain that story. And also, too, the inspirations that we gain from St. Dominic in our lives today. So how is that inspiring children when they're reading this book? I'm sure you've had a test study on this and their reaction to the Hound of the Lord. Uh, definitely with my own children and with children at the parish, just a sense, first of all, his love of his love and joy for our yeah. Lord is just, it's infectious. Yeah. Um, and his love for sinners, he wept for sinners, mm. um, but also his zeal for the truth. And I think that that's something, I mean, a Dominican parish, so we talk a lot about scholarship and as a lay Dominican, there's a real focus in the Dominican tradition on scholarly pursuit and engagement, even academically with mainstream academia, some of the first uh, established points of focus for the Dominicans were at major universities in Europe. So, but just showing children the quality of truth, the importance of truth, Mm -hmm. how to convey truth and preach truth, but also balancing it with that compassionate love of sinners so that you're not, you know, proselytizing, beating people over the head and saying, you're wrong, you're wrong, but saying, here is the truth. And the truth is so beautiful that people then can take that invitation, which is Christ's invitation after all. We're just conveying, like St. Dominic, we're just conveying Christ's invitation. Right. So it's, um, children get excited about that. And I was just the other night, my, my son was struggling with some eating what was on his plate and trying to convey what is heroic virtue <laughs> and saying heroic mm-hmm. virtue is like... Mm-hmm. You eat that bite, and I will tell you about a saint. I think he now conflates martyrdom and broccoli, but <laughs> it's still, how do they, on an accessible level, how do you teach virtue and doing the hard things that are not just the right things, but the godly things, so that yeah. we can all be saints? Right. And I think the witness of the lives of the saints is so important. I was just telling somebody the other day that telling the stories of the saints to our young people so inspiring because it's not out of their reach to understand that and yeah. through and through the storytelling this is not the only book you've written you have four other three other books on your website but just the amazing gift to be able to handle the faith through the lives of the witnesses that have gone before us and have, have lived that life of virtue or strived to and also to or or 
resonating the truth of Christ Jesus. And I think that nowadays that's just so important. Truth has been a resonating topic all week. It's just come up in many conversations. And diving deeper into that truth and seeking the truth and helping children understand where to go to find the truth. Yes. You know, um, mm-hmm. and then having the parents be able to hand on the truth and the faith through the witnesses of the saints in, in very beautiful, tangible books like this that you know mm-hmm. we can just grab onto. Yes, and you know, my children are avid readers of St. Biographies. Mm-hmm. I can't give them to them fast enough. And the beautiful thing is people respond to story. I mean, that's yeah. why our Lord spoke in parables, yeah. because we also want our story, my experience of my life, to have a narrative that makes sense. Yeah. And when you get, take your life and you put it in the light of Christ, like St. Dominic did and following the example of the saints, your life makes sense. Yeah. Everything makes sense. Yeah. Suffering mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. sense. Joy makes sense. It's so freeing. It's such a gift that we have living this life of faith so that we can see, um, even in, in heartache. And I've told, we tell our children over and over, you're not going to escape suffering. Right. I can't protect mm-hmm. you from heartache or sickness or loss, or, but I can give you what I've been given, which is yes. this faith, which will sustain you through some truly horrible things because yeah. you know your eyes are on the prize. You know what we're actually working towards. Yeah. And the hope in all of that, too, you know, and starting and when our children are young. I mean, I remember when my daughters were little, um, you know, it was always we always had some type of children's storybook that was based on some type of faith um, hanging around the house. We have grandchildren now, and that's the first thing that we gave them. You know, for their baptism, were children's Bibles and storybooks. Yeah. And this one is definitely in the queue now because I think it's just important to hand the faith on through our children and to our grandchildren and to other people, you know, so something tangible that we can accompany them with. And at the same time, too, like you said, as a beautiful mom, testifying to your faith through the glads, the sads, the weaknesses, the strengths, but the joy of the gospel that comes through in the truth that we're all seeking. Because you're right, we find rest in that. We find rest and solace in that. It's also, I think, consoling to moms because I know, you know, when you're a mom, the hardest thing is the thought of, oh, my goodness, my weakness, my insufficiencies. I'm disappointing or hurting my children one way or the other because we are. We're sinners. But being able to say, I'm a sinner. I need Christ's grace. And this is where I go. You know, I I am a wretch. But through God's grace, I can give you him. And that that and give you Our Lady and give you the saints that that counterbalances, and then I don't have to get up in my head and go, oh my goodness, I'm a bad mom because of this other the other thing. You know that that way is that's a temptation. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to keep going forward and giving you those who aren't wretches, Our Lord, Our Lady, the saints, right. and. It's the best thing I can give you. Yeah. God, beautiful witnesses mm-hmm. of faith. Too. I was just thinking, too, the saints accompanying us through our lifetime and into eternity, you know, so that that journey that we have, you know, in faith and the best witnesses are those witnesses that are very honest about their struggles and um, yeah. mm-hmm. but also growing in a life of virtue and seeking that. So, um, yeah. so Eleanor, tell us where we can find this book, where we can um, buy The Hound of the Lord. The story of St. Dominic is told by the legendary dog, Torch. It is available on uh, Ignatius Press. You can also get it on major booksellers like Ignatius, but always support your Catholic bookseller. You can also learn more about me on my personal site, which is my full name, eleanorborgnicholson.com. Um, but, uh, and that's where I post things like interviews and some of my other books. But no, the big one, if you can order from Ignatius, always support the bookseller. 
Wonderful. Yeah. And Eleanor does have other books on her website, too, that look amazing. And so we're just so grateful for your ministry and your mission as a Catholic author. We need more Catholic authors to tell the story of the lives of the saints that we can hand those on to our children and those that are that are in front of us in our classrooms. I'm thinking about two you know, preschool classes and grade school classes mm-hmm. that can really benefit from something like this. So thank you so much, Eleanor Borg Nicholson, late Dominican and Catholic author, talking about her new book, The Hound of the Lord. God bless you in your mission. Thank you so much. God bless. All right. That's beautiful. I can't wait to buy that one for the grandkids. I yeah. <laughs> a little pep talk and uh, learned a little more about yeah. her new bug. She's yeah. a great guest. She is wonderful. All right. We're coming up on 45 after the hour. This is Wake Up. We'll be right back in just a minute. It is 48 past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith along with Dina Dow. Our next guest is Karen Rhodes. Karen is the president of the Diocese of Biloxi Pro-Life Ministry. And today we're talking about those pro-life billboards you've probably seen along coastal Mississippi and the Choose Life license plates, card tags, whatever you want to call them. They're evangelizing why we are pro-life. Good morning, Karen. Thanks for being with us today. Good morning, Gabby. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks. And if you're watching us right now on our stream, Catholic Life TV or WLAE TV, you can see the one of the billboards on the screen, Choose Life, Pray, Pray, Pray. Karen, I see these all the time. They are absolutely beautiful. Tell us a little bit about how these got started. Um, well, at um, St. James Catholic Church in Gulfport, um, a group got together organized by Penny Sullivan, who decided that something needs to be done about abortion. It's just, uh, we couldn't believe what was happening to the babies and so many. Mm -hmm. And so we just got together and and put our heads together and said, okay, what are we going to do? And someone suggested, well, what about a billboard? And then it was, well, how are we going to pay for these billboards? Um, Advertisement is so expensive. Um, mm-hmm. And so we we got permission from the bishop to go into the churches and ask for second collections. And it the wow. there was the outpouring of the people that wanted to do something but didn't know how. And this was an opportunity for them to be a part of something to save these babies' lives. And it was unbelievable. We ended up going through like 16 churches here um, in the Diocese of Bluxy. And from there, we put billboards throughout Mississippi, not only on the Gulf Coast, but right now, uh, from Mississippi, we went to Louisiana, and we put one in New Orleans, Hammond, and Baton Rouge. And in Baton Rouge, um, I have a daughter-in-law whose grandmother lives in Baton Rouge, uh, Joy Wagner, and she said, you know, when y'all put these billboards up, you need to, she said, call the Catholic commander and see if you can get an article uh, put in so people will know what you're doing and possibly make a donation to help y'all. And so that's what we did. And from there on, every state we went into, we would call and try to get an article put in. We have been across the nation in 20 states, and we've put up approximately 60 billboards. And wow. when we go into these states um, and I reach out to the, a diocese, 
and their pro-life coordinator. Um, and the response has just been unbelievable. In fact, you know, they will go from there and put up a billboard or use ours to keep it going and will uh, financially pay for it themselves. And that has been a blessing. And um, it just caught on real quick. And the thing is, is, is as expensive as advertisement is, when we would think, well, this is it, we just don't have any more funds. It's amazing how the, the funds would come in, people making donations. <laughs> uh, it's just been, uh, the journey has been unbelievable. So we feel strongly that we're led by the Blessed Mother. And the billboard has her on it. And, it, you know, choose life, pray, pray, pray. The pray, pray, pray came from Medjugorje because she always says, pray, pray, pray. Mm-hmm. And we feel like if we can put this board up, she does the rest. And mm-hmm. um, it's, a, it's beautiful. She's so powerful. And we, we had um, one instance where a lady who worked in an abortion, I mean, a um, adoption agency, we went into the church to give our talk to let people know, you know, about abortion and how many and, and everything that was going on. She came up afterward and said, I want to let y'all know that a lady was going down the highway, headed to get an abortion, saw your billboard, turned around and came here to the adoption agency and said, I want to give my baby uh, up for adoption. Wow. So oh we know, wow. and, and also what, we, what we, we ask, we try to do is to get um, a priest to go out and bless the billboards wherever we put it up. Oh. So we know, um, we know that it's working. And so, yeah. we, you know, we try to think of different ways to support the billboard, so we came up with the idea, well, what about a, you know, a car tag? That way, on the mm-hmm. highway, people are going to really see this also. And uh, June yeah. Bounds headed up um, the car tag program, and I tell you, it it was a battle. You know when you something's coming against you because it must be good because it yeah. things start yeah. happening, you know what I'm saying, and, and it's like you got to fight the whole way through, and it was a battle. And we, you know, you have to go before the House and the Senate to get approved to have them made. And then you have to sell 300 before they'll even uh, print it. But it finally happened. And uh, now, you know, we've got the the car tags out there also. The car tag says, you know, to protect life. And we feel like that covers uh, more categories Mm -hmm. than just the choose life. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, it's an it's another part of that evangelization on the road, right? Yeah. So I see those all right. the time, and you know, I was wondering, Karen, before uh, you know, I started getting to know you and, and researching a little bit more, that those were the car tags you were talking about, the beautiful image. Um, I see these billboards on Highway 90. I see them on I-10 uh, when I'm going to and from uh, home and and to the store. Um, they're everywhere. Mm. And I, I, I love it because they have to be making an impact. And I'm so glad that you brought that testimony up, Karen. Uh, absolutely beautiful. So, of course, to get the car tag, you have to go to, I think, the DMV or whenever you go and register, right? Or, right, am, right. Am I, I, well, now, okay. since, we've, since we've, you know, sold the 300, we had to put out applications. But now you just go to your um, tax collector's office and you, oh, um, yeah. you know, the people in Mississippi would just ask for the um, Diocese of Luxie Blessed Mother tag. Oh. You pay thirty-three dollars for it, 
and the state gives us back 24. So the more we sell, the more <laughs> the more we can keep moving forward. This money goes toward Absolutely. see that money comes back to the di- to the diocese. Yeah, uh, when they yeah. buy a tag, That's it comes great. back to our diocese, and then we we continue with the billboards. Wow! Yeah, Absolutely it's been an amazing incredible. journey. It sure has. Karen, we are running out of time. Karen Rhodes, president of the Diocese of Biloxi Pro-Life Ministry. You can go to BiloxiDiocese.org to find out more about what Karen does and to take a look and uh, maybe ask some questions if you're interested in that car tag as well if you're in Mississippi. But absolutely beautiful uh, ministry, Karen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Gabby. Definitely. Well, last chance, you guys were giving away two tickets to the Fullness of Truth conference called The Eucharist and the Spiritual Life, Moving Through the Science of Sainthood. The conference is happening on November 4th through the 5th at the Crown Plaza in Baton Rouge. Speakers include Matthew Leonard, Curtis Mitch, and Dr. Brant Petrie. To win these tickets, go to our Facebook page live video, that's Wake Up Friday, and comment in the comment section saying, I want the tickets. So the first person to do that, we will send you those tickets and it includes priority seating and an exclusive lunch on Saturday with our with the speakers also includes a goodie bag at check-in admission is for Saturday and Sunday so go ahead and hop on that Facebook live video and comment to win those tickets yeah that's gonna that's a great goodie bag and that's a great conference to go mm-hmm. to too yeah I love the evangelization yes. of the pro-life billboards and the car tags I think that's beautiful yes. it's amazing let's close in prayer to Saint Dominic today May God the Father who made us bless us. May God the Son send his healing among us. May God the Holy Spirit move within us and give us eyes to see with, ears to hear with, and hands that your work might be done today. May we walk and preach the word of God to all, and may the angel of peace watch over us and lead us at last to God's grace, to the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. We'll catch you back here Monday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Dina, thank you so much for joining yeah, me today. It's great. always a blast having you with us. Thank you all for being with us. <laughs> and thanks for everyone for spreading that good news. And, uh, you know, Catholic Media is like amazing. So thank you guys for doing what you do too every day. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Have a, have a great Friday. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.